Shall we begin? Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Differential FPL podcast. Today, I'm your host, Shola. And I'm with my co-host, Habi. Because, and it's just going to be both of us today, because Nishapur is unavailable. He's actually enjoying himself in Lagos right now. And he left us to do it by ourselves. But anyways, Habi, welcome. How are you doing? I'm all right. I'm good. How are you doing now? Everything is good. Everything is good. It's good to be back talking FPL again after what three, a few game weeks, you know, because the game the games are coming thick and fast. Yeah, um, actually, yeah, we didn't do this shit for like two weeks. Yeah, yeah, because you know, the time, the timing. But at least we're back to talk some FPL. Let's so, go. you know, let's jump right into business. So, you want to you you want to tell us how your team did uh, last game week? Uh, last week was good, surprisingly. I mean, I had 70 points. Nice. Captain Haaland came through. I mean, I couldn't fault myself for Captain Haaland this time. I just had to. Mm. Then for once, I got Andreas's points straight from the get-go. No jamming points. Started that, no. started that brother. Nice. And of course, my MVP for the week, that beautiful black bastard in West Ham for Zuma. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he came through for me too. He came through for me too. Like he, he's um for me, he was literally, he is literally the person that gave me a green arrow. Yeah, so me, fact, I, it was all red before him. Mm-hmm, I got sixty. I ended up with sixty-four points. Um, like yourself, to be to be fair, if I actually look at my team, only three people returned. So Haaland as my captain, Mitrovic yeah. with six points. And Zuma with that massive fifteen. So like Zuma was literally the was literally my green arrow this week because prior to the West Ham game, I was already on a red arrow by like three hundred k. And then um, Zuma scores and keeps that clean sheet, and that changes. It's like it just goes the direct opposite. So that was good for me. Although it was painful having what twenty four points on my bench. Ah. That was painful. What? Yeah, I had, Ward, had Ward with eight, Neko Williams with six, and Andreas Pereira with ten. Oh wow, that that's painful, bro. Yeah, it, it seems like a lot of people's benches were like that this week because a lot of people benched those three guys. So it was it was it was one of those, it was a game week that a lot of people's been, people had a lot of be, um, points on the bench, but you know it's all good. We move at least we still got a green arrow, we, even though that's it can be better, better. But that's what's it's still a, a green arrow is a green arrow. I'll take it. You know I'll take any upward movements. So like as we go into this week, what we're going into game week fourteen, yeah. Yep. Are there any. Now there's let, let's jump into the big topic. So against um Dortmund yesterday, Holland was subbed up for halftime. And Pep said after that, like, first of all, he was ill. And second of all, he picked up a knock on his foot. Then there's now a video showing him limping. 
So right now he's at early doubts for Leicester, right? That they play Leicester away, yeah. Yeah. So what what are you planning like what um what are your potential plans if Haaland let's say let's say Pep comes out tomorrow and says Haaland is injured like what what would you what would, what are your potential plans like what would you think he might do I would do much I'll still start him I mean Pep is, <laughs> Pep is not one to be trusted even if he says that what will happen? Adria's jamming points as usual. Adria is my first stop. So whatever Haaland wants to do, he will I'm not moving him out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I, I from the way it sounds, it doesn't sound like it any, it's anything serious anyway. So I don't think I don't think it's something that will require you selling him, Sha, because it seems like you know the FPL world is funny. People are quick to sell. Which baffles me. I mean, Holland missed one game in what game week twelve or was it eleven? When City did have a fixture, and he was one of the most sold players, which I found very very bizarre. I still, I didn't get it too. Like when I saw it, that people were selling hard. I was like, to what end? Like, what's the point? Yeah, like I don't. Um, what's it called? I just, I just didn't get it. But yeah, like me, I, I'm. I'll pro- I'm probably gonna start him as well, even if Pep is even if Pep rules him out. I might just not captain him. Um, which actually a part of me is actually hoping that he's he's ruled out because it gives us <laughs> actual now we can now FPL can be fun again. The captaincy can be fun again because now it's Captain Haaland or, or or nothing. So now if he's out and we know for sure he's out, it it can. It, it's it's a potential it's a potential opportunity for like to grab some captain points from elsewhere, where your captain can actually be the difference in you getting a red and a green arrow. Exactly, like that's what I'm looking for. To like, I don't wish injury upon anyone, but mm-hmm. if he's not around, like I mean, yeah, that's when FPL would be FPL, not this mm-hmm. leave Haaland as permanent captain. Throughout. like, there's no mm-hmm. point in that because even yep. if he scores ten. The whole world has the ten times two, so mm-hmm. the, nothing what is going to happen. So this might actually be good for FPL players. So yeah, man. Um, a, a, a big part of me is actually hoping that he's ruled out at least, at least for this game, so that you know we can have a, a game week where we don't have to think about where we can actually look at other captain options. So let me let me use that to ask. So let's just even say. Holland is out. Yeah. Who yeah. who are the guys who 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 would be on your list as potential captains? Well, to be yeah, honest, like, like if you look at your team, right, and you're like, okay, yeah. Holland is definitely out, and you know for sure. Who would who who would you captain? Yeah, like three options. That's Salah, Kane, or Foden. Oh, you have Salah. You have Salah. Yep. Hey, man. That, that Salah has just been a disappointment. But yeah. Okay. Exactly. And that's the thing. I was against, I was the <laughs> biggest Salah out person. And he was mm-hmm. he, after he scored that hat trick in Champions League, the City didn't have the game versus Arsenal. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, perfect opportunity to sell KDB and bring in Salah. Bro, this nigga came in and hasn't done shit. Has blanked in the two games I played him. So. Ugh, I don't even know what to do now. 
Mm, yeah. So me, right? The people I'm looking at for it, I'm looking at, well, me, I don't have Kane, so Kane is not an option. But I'm looking at Foden, Salah, yeah. Jesus. Oh. Because I have him. And possibly yeah. Trippier. So those are the four people I'm looking at. Okay, like, because because see, like my reasoning behind them is this: obviously, Foden, I, for Foden, didn't, he didn't play midweek, or I know either he didn't. I know he didn't start midweek. I don't know if he played or not, but I know he didn't start, so I know his minutes were limited midweek, right? So In Champions League, yeah, I think he played full match. Let me check. Did he? I don't remember. I know Maris Maris started. I'm sure of Mares. Mares even missed the penalty. Yeah, uh, I think it's hard time they would take Mares off penalties. Yes, oh, yeah. I saw a crazy oh. start about penalties that he's missed. Oh, oh yeah, he, try played eighty one minutes. Okay, he played eighty one minutes. Okay, but I still think yeah. Foden after Haaland, KDB and Foden are probably City's next best at attacking options. So he's he's high up on my list if Haaland is indeed ruled out. So that's obviously my reason there. There's Salah because, well, obviously it's Salah and he's at home to Leeds. And right now Leeds look really, really bad. You know, Leeds, Leeds manager is actually well, probably the favorite right now to lose his job next. You know, they've, uh, they, they're just not good. They're, yeah, they're just <laughs> yeah, they're just they're just not good. They don't look good, like even defensively. And you know, Liverpool had you know, I mean Salah has a very has what he has a pretty good record against them as well. Even though that's what I said when I captained him against Brighton and man did absolutely nothing. But but the problem with Salah is that right now I can't just trust him because of I've I've backed him like two or three times this season and he's he's four, he's let me down. So I'm very, very wary about that. Then um, Trippier. The reason I'm looking at Trippier is because he has returned in every single home match he has played in. You know, he hasn't really? blanked, he hasn't blanked at home this season. Although the only the only where I'm wary there is obviously he's a defender one. Then second of all, he's against an Aston Villa team who just who just fired their manager and just had an emphatic 4-0 win over who was it? Was it Brentford? Yeah, against Brentford. Yeah, that you know they just just beat Brentford anyhow. So that so Aston Villa will probably be up for it. That should be fun to watch. Yep. So that 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 there, I have my reservations there. But as it stands, why leaning more towards? Ah, man. You see, ideally it should be folding, right? But yeah, that early kickoff, man. <laughs> bro, bro. The curse of the early kickoff, man. Do you get <laughs> ah, that curse think... of the early kickoff is I'm 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 scared of it. I think that's that's another reason why I'm actually hoping that Haaland is out. <laughs> 
to make your decision easier, yeah. Yep, yep, <laughs> to make my decision easier because you know the funny thing is that as as bad as Leicester have been, I saw a stat that like they've actually kept four clean sheets in their last five. So yeah, there's a resurgence. One has actually returned, and it's surprising. Yeah, so there's a resurgence in their defense. So maybe the captaincy might not be as obvious as as it, as it looks on paper, because we're seeing a a resurgence in their in their defense. So it's it's a very this week. I have a feeling it's going to be a tricky one. You get. Yeah, bro. Like the fact that. Haaland is not so sure, and mm-hmm. not a lot of people have the obvious replacement. I mean, not so many people have Salah, not so many people have Kane. So, you're actually going to see a lot of wild things a lot this week. Mm-hmm. If, ha- if Haaland is ruled out, you're going to see a lot of different captain options. I expect a lot of Ars- I-, I expect Arsenal to get a lot of love because they're playing Nottingham Forest, but at the same time, not now for us, so they look kind of resurgence. They look a lot more resilient. They're not shipping in goals like they were before. I mean, they just, yeah, even, I mean, they just came off a massive victory against Liverpool. You know? Then, um, even, even like, even, I was talking to Shokwe a few, like, a few times, and he's been talking about how, you know, since Arsenal beat Liverpool, it feels like there's been a slowdown. And to be fair, he I, I see where it's coming from, because they, they've not... They've not been as dominant in games after that. Yeah. And I you mean, like, it look, the games are coming in thick and fast for mm-hmm. them and their yep. squad isn't so large. Yep. Their players you know, are jaded. Like, you know, they, they struggled against Southampton. You know, even Leeds that they beat, they, it, was, it was a narrow victory. Um, you know, PSV today just completely manhandled them. Marcel um, manhandled <laughs> Yeah, especially in the second half. Like, it could have easily been like five or six because, like, PSV had like three goals disallowed. So, oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, it could e- that game could easily have ended like five or six nil. You know, it, so, like, that's another way, place I'll be, I'll be wary of. And again, Jesus has not been scoring, he's been on a goal drought. That's another reason why. So, all my options, right? Yeah. There are options, but I have a key leg with all of them. <laughs> with all of them. Ah. Well. <laughs> <laughs> I said, the City ones, there's potential problem. Mm-hmm. The Arsenal ones, they don't look so good. They're keen. I mean, that guy is just suffering his pause, for God's sake. Mm-hmm. How would your striker be tasked with creating and scoring? Like, if he's not doing creating, there's absolutely nothing coming his way. He's feeding off mm-hmm. scraps. Oh, bro, is that yep, wild? Like, he's, you know, he needs to, he needs to, he needs to leave that. He needs to leave Spurs. I mean, that's the only, that's 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 the only that's the only way I can see him, you know, getting the best. I mean, he's he's a great, he's a top player, but like, and he'll he'll always score. Like he's he's literally the focal point of Spurs. Like Son looks, Son looks a, a shell of himself. Like okay, they miss Kulusevsky as well, who was a creative out there. But so right now, every every captain option right now is really nuts. <laughs> it's really nuts what to call. It's not really as clear cuts because their form issues, their 
fatigue issues. So it's fun. It's it's it's, cra it's a crazy one, Sha. It's crazy. But now, I mean, this week. yeah. What was it? I mean, I I do like. I mean, the fixture wise. I mean, if you're going by fixtures, Arsenal have the best fixture against North, at home at Nottingham Forest. I mean, you'd expect them to win. And, you know, obviously the likes of Saka, Martinelli, Jesus are the guys that come to mind. But I want to talk about someone else that we've talked about quite a number of times, Brandon Shaka. Is, is he a differential uh, consider for this week? Yeah, but did he play today? He played today, yeah. He actually played 90 minutes. And he got himself suspended for their final game. Also, he would most likely be nailed on that at the weekend. Yep. So and he... that's even another thing to consider with the Arsenal assets. I think Saliba and Jesus are yellow card away from suspension. Mm -hmm. And after Forest, they face Chelsea. So that could give Ateta something to think about whether mm -hmm. to just copy them against Forest and not take the risk. So that's something we should consider. That's true. Because you, you, you don't want those, those are like two of their most important players. You don't want those guys missing a game like the Chelsea game. Exactly. So I won't be surprised if one of them is rotated, if not both. Because, well, Jesus didn't start today. Saliba played 90 minutes. But you see, but then another problem is that Gabriel is potentially injured. So Saliba, Saliba might not get that rest. Because oh, yeah. it was it was, I think, Tomiyasu and and sorry, it was Saliba and Holding that started today. Tomiyasu played at right back. Siani played at left back. So Oh yeah, you even mentioned holding. Now thinking about it, they can never still play holding and Ben White, but I think they'll be weakened considerably. So yeah, Saliba might mm -hmm. not get that rest. Yeah, so it's the Arsenal, Arsenal assets are, are interesting, regardless, because you know they're they're of, they're of good value, and you know they, there's there's potential there. I mean, obviously they're they're top of the league, and they 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 deserve to be top of the league because they've been playing so well. So I mean, that's why I'm looking at maybe Jaka can be that if you know if you're looking for a differential, might be that guy. To just sneak because he's like five points, what it's like 5.5 or something like that. And also, Arsenal again, they have a good run of fixtures to the end of to the world cup, so that's another thing. Because you know, apart from the Chelsea game, they have Forest Chelsea Wolves, if I'm correct. Okay, I I'm glad you said, apart from Chelsea game, I was about to yeah. unload on you, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, they have. They have Forest at home, Chelsea away, Wolves away. You know, Wolves and Forest are definitely winnable fixtures. You know, they're fixtures that you should be able to get something from. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I mean, even the Chelsea game, they are good enough to get a draw the way they are playing this season. Mm -hmm. It might still not be bad to consider the assets. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I, I like Arsenal's assets, Sha, for the so from now to the end of the World Cup. It's just, you know, did you, it's just on, um, what's it called? 
it's just that fatigue that I'm just worried about. But I mean, I think they should have enough to, to, to see out Forrest. Yeah, despite, 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 despite how resurgent they look. But anyways, if let's enough about Arsenal. We've spoken so much time about Arsenal. It's not as if we're talking about our teams. <laughs> like look, we're just talking too, too much about Arsenal. I um I just feel like okay, let, let me use that. Now that we talk about Jaka as a differential, um, I want to get your opinion on so I have two other guys that I'm looking at, right? Well, I don't have I'm, yeah. I'm not, probably not gonna bring them in, but two interesting differentials. One is Darwin Nunez and one is DCL. Uh, so, so I see. How do you what what are your what are your thoughts on that? Well, with Darwin, that's actually a really good pick because I started the season with him, and his uh-huh. first game he gave me a goal and assist. And the thing about Darwin is he is not pleasing to the eye in any way, but uh-huh. for some weird reason, he just finds a way to always be at the right place at the right time. And if you keep getting chances and chances and chances, you will score surely. And I mean, not as if he was a pipe at Benfica. He did mad numbers last season. So if he keeps getting chances, and with Liverpool being light in attack with his foot being nailed on, that's a very good pick right there. Very, very good pick. Yeah, and I mean, and he looks like he's found his, his, his shooting boots. I mean, he got a goal against um, Ajax the other day. I mean, he's, he's I think he's been scoring now. You know, yeah, I he, think he has four in his last five games or something yeah, like that. Yeah, four and five. Yep, yeah, he scores, in fact, he's actually scored six goals in all competitions. You know, and he's, oh, wow. you know, they were comparing him with Jesus and he's played like, he's played like 450 minutes less and he has more goals. So, I mean, it was, with the potential with not, Nunes has always been there. The underlying statistics always look good because he was, he's always getting in those areas. He's always getting yeah. the chance. It's just that his finishing has been terrible. But he's always getting in great goals, goal scoring areas. So you know that's yeah. that's one that's one that you know if if you're planning to make a move, he's somebody I highly recommend based on these things. Uh, you know, I, it's like if, if I could afford him, I could have I could have probably brought him in. Or if I had two free transfers, I could have considered him, but I'm probably not making any move this week, but we'll see. We'll see. That can always change. Then now with DCL. Everton's yeah, we. Everton's is actually pretty good to the end of to the World Cup. So Everton have Fulham, um, Leicester, and Bournemouth before the World Cup, and DCL has now played ninety minutes back to back. So at least he's getting his his fitness is at least he's fit now. He's he's pretty much Everton's talisman. He's the go-to person, and you know he's owned by less than two percent. Like, although his price is like seven point nine, so do you think his price is a turn-off? Even other than his price, wherever to play, like I, they might win, but then you can't go and say. Their nine is the one that's going to get you the goals you are looking for. Uh-huh. Because their goals are scattered all around. I remember when I called the Mopi pick, he scored that game. But after that, nothing. <laughs> and 
they've still been scoring. Today is Iwobi, tomorrow is McNeil. That's not that's not encouraging. And for a striker of that amount again, that, that's a very ballsy pick. Mm-hmm. So I don't think I don't think that's a great one. It's an interesting one, you know, given their fixtures. You know, if you want if you want to take a punt, it's one that I, it's one, but me personally, I don't like the price, but apart, you know, I just you know, if if you if you if you're the type that likes to take risks, you know, that's 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 a, that's an inter- that's a risky, interesting pick for you. But you know, me, I don't I don't think I need that kind of risk right now, Sean. I mean, my, I'm happy with my three strikers because I have Jesus, Mitrovic, and Alan. But I think DCL is an interesting differential option. Like, if you are looking at, okay, who can I get from now to the end to the World Cup that can just quietly give me points? Even if it's just that one, that if it's just giving you one goal every game for the next three games, each each game, you know, differentials is what helps you get green arrows. So. Hey man, yep. if if I'm you got not... if you got the stomach for it, that's why I've been enjoying my hurricane, bro. Steady one goal, steady one goal, just chopping those sweet points, getting those sweet points. No wahala over there. Yeah, like if I did have Salah, I'd have King, but because I have, I, I remember like when I initially wildcarded, right? I don't mean myself. I have coconuts. When I initially walked, <laughs> my strike for was actually Haaland, Kane, Mitrovic. But then I now I was now feeling sneaky with myself, and now it's going to bring in Aubameyang, which was a disaster. Bro, that move did not out for shit. It did not work out at all. Do Aubameyang gave me one point in three games. <laughs> I swear. So I said, nah, you know. And then obviously, I now couldn't move to Kane because, you know, I was like, okay, Salah is about to play Nottingham Forest and West Ham, while Haaland doesn't have a game. So I now brought this ah, <laughs> just poor decisions. If I left my wildcard team as it was, my my rank would be higher because I would have had Kane in that no. team. But you know it's all good. And the funny thing is that Kane is not even that he's, he's not even that much owned. He's not as highly owned as, as you would expect him to be, given how consistent he's been. Probably, yeah, he's just owned by 23.3%. Yeah, you know, which is relatively low for a player that's performing that consistent. You know, uh, you would expect his ownership to be higher. So he's somewhat of a differential. Somewhat. Yeah, I get what you're saying. For someone of that quality, mm-hmm. and that, that ownership, that, that's very differential. Like, Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Oh, look, Ronaldo just scored 3-0. Oh, really? Finally. Finally. Was, was he from the free kick? No. Uh, but, uh, it, was, it was like uh, uh, um, off of deflected shots, but yeah, back to what we're saying. 
With some people go by Ronaldo now. <laughs> when they are normal. <laughs> ah, they don't mind me. Speaking of Ronaldo, but now we can even delve into United assets. Yeah. Right? I, United, United yeah, they have a... They actually, yeah, United, we have a pretty decent run of fixtures too. We have West Ham at home, Villa away, and Fulham away. Now, you see, it's funny. Anytime I want to sell Rashford, I can't. Even though, and I, and I, and I will, and I won't because of his price. Because I think I got him at like I got him at like six point four or something. You know, I think I think he's the most. I think he's the player with the most value at United. His price is good. He's playing. You know, he's pretty much starts in every game. Sometimes he's playing through the middle. Sometimes he's playing on the left. Yeah. So. You know, um, I said Ronaldo, Rash, Rashford. Like, <laughs> if, if, Rashford <laughs> if Rashford was more, it was more expensive. But I've sold him since. But How much is he? I think he's six point five. That's his steal. Yeah, you know his 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 price is what is the reason I've not sold him. You know, I think, and he's he's a differential because he's like ten percent owned. But when I talk about United, actually, apart from their attacking options, I also want to look at their defensive options because, especially at home, we've kept United have kept clean sheets in their last two home games, right? So you have the likes of Dalo, Luke Shaw, who is on set pieces. Uh, I mean, Martinez. I, I, I like Martinez as a player, but I don't like him as an FPL asset because he's a yellow card magnet. Yep, and all his tackles, all his antics, nothing for nothing for all that. So it's mm-hmm. not really fantastic. Yeah. But I think that but with Shaw and Dalu coming in at so look Shaw is 4.6. Dalu is what 4.7. You know, do you think United's defense is, is one you can look at? That is one you can consider, especially when especially if they're playing at home. And with the fixtures that they have coming up. Yeah, I mean, before the game against Chelsea, I was targeting a United uh, defender. But when Varane got injured, I mean, that would weaken your defense a bit with neither of Lindelof or Maguire currently True. being as good as Varane has been. So mm-hmm. it makes me look away a bit, but I'll watch your next Premier League game then see, see how it goes. Because I'm looking at Shaw, because Shaw is more offensive-minded than Dalo and Shaw can actually cross and not deceive people that he can cross. And yep. he still gets himself into good positions. Like, I think first minute against Chelsea, he already had a good shot that mm-hmm. feels narrowly wide. Yep. So, and yeah, again, he's I'm... on corner, he's on set pieces. So that's, uh, that's, so... that's, that's an added bonus. You know, he's one of yeah, the, so... he's one of our set piece takers. I think he takes the corners from the left or is it on the, from the right? I'm not sure. So... He, he he offers that attacking threats. I mean, Dalo looks good going forward, but I just feel like his end product going forward is not the best. Even though he, funny enough, he scored today, but you know, you you won't get a lot of attacking returns from Dalo at least for now. Mm-hmm. But I I, th- I think that if you want to look at Shaw, um, I said Shaw United's defense. For me, I think Shaw is the best pick because he looks. 
it looks like he has won his place back from Malaysia. Yeah. Malaysia had a few, had a couple of dodgy games, like two, two, two games in a row. And he lost his place to Shaw, and Shaw has looked like the Shaw that we knew. Yeah, bench be actually resetting people's heads. Yeah, you know, it's good to see. So I, I, I like Luke Shaw. I think Luke Shaw is, um, you know, is, is if, I, if you're looking to at United defenders, I'm definitely looking at Luke, Luke Shaw is the number one person I'll look at. You know, because just because of that added attacking threats and he's 4.6 million. Like, yep. he's, he's cheap, you know. Playing for it in, in, in a defense like that. But, so, you know, I think for now, those are the things I really wanted to highlight on. You know, those are those are my own thoughts. You know, what all I've been pondering this week ahead of the game week. So, is there any, you know, is there any other thing you want, any areas you want to look at that I might not have touched on? You know, any interest? Okay. So, particular fixtures to target, like this Palace Southampton. If things go according to plan, that game could easily be a goal first. Yeah. But so that's, that's, that's like Zaha coming to coming to play. Yeah, Zaha, Stuart Armstrong, Kiadam. What about Easy? Ah, Easy, Easy. I mean, we with the way he has been played this season, it will be very hard for Palace to do something without him being involved. But the other annoying part is he could easily get the pass to assist instead of the assist. So that's the worrying thing about people like Easy. Because he has two double figures in his last four games. Ten points each against Wolves and against Leeds. So it seems yeah. like he's, it seems like he tends to return at home. And this game is at home too, yeah? Um, yes. Palace are at home to Southampton. So yeah, he seems to be the type to like thrive more when he's, a play, when he's playing at home. So that can be another nice cheeky differential point. You know, that's actually a fixture I like. Zaha, if I had Zaha, it's actually someone I, I might consider captain into. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> so, so, like, yeah, you're a very brave man. But yeah, Zaha is a, he's a madman, so that's the problem. That's yes. Zaha. sent off. <laughs> exactly. That's the type of game he can miss a penalty and get sent off for no reason. You know, because I've noticed that, like, he's very temperamental. Like, he's easy to wind up. That's that's one of the reasons why Zaha is a player I usually don't own much. You get yeah, I mean, understandably, because so, you so can't keep doing that. Because I remember, it wasn't last season when I had Zaha. Every single time, as if, as if, when I had him, every single time I had him and he scored... He never got a bonus point. Never. No? Yes, never. Kind of annoying because think about it, like, you be like, ah, get, get, you now check the bonus points and you see Nothing. he's not there. And why? Usually because so maybe, you know, because, you know, um, maybe sometimes he has misplaced the pass, tries to do something silly or maybe he has gotten himself one stupid yellow card that he shouldn't have gotten 
Exactly. Like the negatives just outweigh the positives with Zaha so so much. So I mean, bad as the bad, you just you just have him. But after that, that's about it. Captaincy, yeah. that is something else entirely. Hmm. Yeah, I think I think it was I think it was last season I once captained him and big one of my biggest regrets. It's my and because I remember Palace lost that game, he blanked. He now got a yellow card on top, so he got one oh. points. And as my captain, he gave me because that it was they had one juicy fixture. And I was there feeling sharp myself. I was there feeling slick. Only for like, you to be disappointed. <laughs> so I was, dude. My arrow was so red, Bruh. Because who, who? Because I remember. I think Salah had a difficult fixture too. Maybe it was Massey away or something. I don't remember. But I know Salah had had a fixture that I was like, oh, this might be a fixture that Salah can potentially blank in. So I just allowed. But I mean, I. But luckily, Salah didn't go nuts. He just scored one goal that day, so it wasn't too bad. But still, like... <sighs> well, now, I'm sure you, you've learned your lesson. <laughs> oh, shit. Ever since then, I told myself, never again. Never again. He's never, one of, never again. I'm never going to gamble on him again. Like, if I have him, I have him. I'm never going to try and say, let me look forward Sneaky captain. No, he. I'm, I wouldn't even consider him as a captain choice. Exactly. That's the thing. Sometimes, yeah, when you set all these FPL rules for yourself, you actually should follow them because you know why you set them. Yep. That's true. You set you set those rules for a reason. So, after, apart from power, okay, the power's fixture, right? Yeah. Let me ask. Now, Chelsea, you know what I'm going to ask you since you're a Chelsea fan. Chelsea look good. They look pretty good right now. Yeah. Would you consider bringing anyone in from there? No. No? Yeah. Not even defenders? I mean, if I were to consider any Chelsea assets, it would probably be maybe Kepa or Chaloba. Because those are like the yeah, two players like- that have like short shirts for now. I like I like the Kepa pick. I like I've actually, it's actually someone that's he's high up on my watch list because this this Crystal Palace I I doubled up on their defense and they've only given me one clean sheet. Ooh. Who do you so, have? Guaita and who? I have Gu- Guaita and Gu- and Gehi. Ah, uh, uh, I see, I see. At least Gu- Guaita. There about Guaita is that he makes a lot of saves, so at least yep. if he, acts, he can still give me like three or four points, which is not too bad. You know, as opposed yeah. to one point. But, you Fair know, I'm, I'm considering moving out of that double up because I'm like, you guys, I brought you because of your fixture list and you guys have not been shipping in goals. Like, yeah, what's that? Si- same thing for me, but not with their defense. I got Edward, like, two, three weeks ago, and it's just that one assist for Zaha he has given me. So I'm even looking for a way to move away from him, but after this week, I'd see what he can do versus Southampton. That's even if he starts. Exactly. Part, like attack, Attacking options are very, very strange. Apart from mm-hmm. there's really no one you can really rely on. Yeah. 
Uh, today, Ayo starts, tomorrow, Olisel starts. The next time, it'll be Mateta up top. So it's, it's just a whole lot going on there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep, yep. So you're saying, anyways, back to Chelsea. So you're saying Chelsea, is, apart from Kepa, is a no, Chelsea is a no-go area. Apart from and Kepa. Kepa and Chaloba, because Chaloba pretty much has a nailed-on spot at right centre-back. And Thiago Silva, there's still the rotation risk because he's old. Then Kulibali, Kukurela, Batman for left centre back. None has a short shirt there. So it's just Tepa Chaloba for me. Mm, okay. Okay. I like that. I like that. Well, I think that's everything for me, Sha. So, well, let me ask this question. I know I asked earlier on, but your captain pick. If it's not Haaland this week, who will it be? As it stands, I'm like 55% Salah, 45% Kane. Okay. What of you? For me, it would be Salah. I don't, I, I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> you have to know why. You have to know why. Salah disappointed me so much this season. I still like, keep running back to him. Stockholm syndrome, it's like, bro. It's like I'm in an abusive relationship. Yep. Stockholm <laughs> syndrome. That's what you're suffering from. <laughs> like, but yeah, because right now, Salah I have as my vice, obviously, with my okay. Haaland, because we're waiting on Haaland news. Yeah, so that's yeah, but- it. So who would your differential be for the week? Now, my differential is very conditional. There's a big asterisk yeah, hanging yeah, over his head. It's not differentials. No, that's the thing. It all depends on Haaland. Because if Haaland doesn't play, my differential will be Julian Alvarez. Oh, okay. So, yeah, I mean, you'd understand why. Of course, because he'll be the one to play. Yeah, and with City creating like that, unless you are a pipe and you don't know where the post is, you're definitely bound to score. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so so that's my differential. What of yours? <sighs> Man, this one is um my differential this week. I'm gonna go with ECL. Ah, uh, okay. to Fulham. You know, I, I think if Everton get a goal, it will be through him. You know, yeah. he's got four points. You know, he's their focal point. He's the one that they, they just love crossing to him. And Fulham are not the best defensively in the air, apparently. Like, they're one of the... They've, I saw a stat like they, they're like in the top five of most chances conceded, aerial chances conceded. So, you know, I think DCL may be able to feast on... If 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 those if those crosses come in, I think he can get a goal. He can get a, he can get a goal or two. I guess for now. Okay. okay, that makes sense. That makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that is all from me. Do you have anything else you want to add, bro? Nope, nope. That's all from me, too. All right. All right, everybody. Thank you for listening. And uh, once again, we wish you all the best game week. And more green arts. Yeah. Let's begin, bro. All right. Bye-bye. Yeah. Bye. Cheers, everybody. Yes.